Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If Ferrari is in the building, we really could do the Blues booth. Curbs is in for Michelle. Joey Vitale's on the line. I'm Randy. Great to have you with us. Joey V, how you doing this morning? Randy, hey, what's going on? No, doing well. Doing very well. Was, uh, flipping back and forth between the hockey and football game last night. Super excited for our good friend Joe Buck uh, getting getting a nod to the Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Joe, I, I, I was... I was thinking about you last night as I'm watching the hockey game and I think of the, you know, the continued St. Louis and presence and what's gone on. And, and I love the fact that the way you've stayed in touch with guys, but you know what? The unknown, the, the guy from St. Louis that really didn't get much pub for quite a while and finally is starting to get a lot more is Scott Mayfield. He had a heck of a run with the New York Islanders. When you reach out to a guy like Scott Mayfield and get a sense of what the New York Islanders are doing, and he's got a, he's got a good uh, term contract now for New York. This is another name that we could see in the playoffs for quite a while, isn't it? Well, yeah, it started off, Curbs, when you said that. You said I was thinking about you last night. I got a little nervous there for a second, but as you continued, uh, you mentioned watching the hockey game. So that's okay. That's legal. That's within bounds. Uh, Scotty Mayfield, you know, he's an interesting one. Well, I was needing bread. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, Scotty Mayfield, he's an interesting one, and I'm glad you brought him up because, you know, he is. I call him kind of the forgotten one, and I think it was because, you know, he wasn't – as prolific or he wasn't as a standout as a Paul Stasny in high school or a Pat Maroon or a Ben Bishop. A lot of those guys, Cam Jansen, I mean, people were on his radar. He was on everyone's radar uh, at a very young age. So everyone was kind of watching him in St. Louis saying that could be the next one. And Cam Jansen, of course, was one of the first, if not the first, to make it uh, in St. Louis. Now you look at Paul Stasny, uh, you know, incredible, probably the greatest St. Louis player to come out of St. Louis. But Scotty's different. Scotty was a player who played a lot of sports growing up. He bounced between baseball to basketball to hockey, um, and his parents were, were, were big on that. And he was just average at just about every sport, maybe a bit, a bit above average. He's actually a pretty good baseball player. And then he gets into high school, and he goes to Webster, which is not a very big hockey school, and he makes varsity his freshman year. And, and again, junior varsity freshman year, that's, that's probably the equivalent of making like JV at CBC or DeSmet. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, say one school is better than another, but it's just not a very good hockey school. So again, you don't think a lot about him. But then Scotty just hit this growth spurt and he just completely takes off. Uh, his last three years in high school, then he moves on to college ranks and all this kind of great stuff, and he just literally takes off. So, and I tell this to a lot of kids and parents. You know, so many kids at the age of 8, 9, 10, they want to be in the best league. They want to be in the best team. They want to be on the starting line. Parents are absolutely crazy these days. And I, and I tell them, just look at Scotty Mayfield. Here's a, here's a player that, uh, you know, he started out very slow, but he just stuck with it. He loved the sport. And at the end of the day, guys, I've seen with a lot of youth, youthful athletes, whatever sport you're talking about, until puberty. When puberty hits 
then then the athletes really separate themselves from the kids that maybe aren't going to make it. And for Scotty, that was certainly the case. Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN, and Curbs brought up the bread. Joey, do you use your grill very often? You know, I, I don't use my grill all that often because, you know, I've tried baking bread on the grill. You've actually kind of inspired me with your carrot cake, so the idea of baking on a grill <laughs> is possible. But uh, it's going to have to be a lot of indirect heat. With, with bread, you need a lot of heat mass. So I could do it in a crock pot if I set it off the burners just a little bit. I tried it a couple times. It does burn. So I don't like the bottom and how it burns. And, and it doesn't give it as nice of an oven spring. But uh, maybe, maybe I should re- re- rethink that and give it some thought. Uh, you guys will appreciate this. I've got a recipe this weekend. I'm going to make big kahuna burgers on the grill. Oh, I understand nice. that it's a tasty burger. What's a big kahuna burger? It's uh, ground beef teriyaki sauce, and uh, you, there's a special Traeger seasoning that, that I'm going to use. But it's obviously Italian, so you've got pineapple rings and then bacon, Monterey Jack cheese, and you put them on a Kaiser roll. I'm coming over. Hey, you can't fool me. That's Hawaiian. Don't even go there. There's no pineapples in, in Italy. Joe, Randy, come on. Joe, Joe. None? I, know, I know we do this on the air every now and then, but... Like, Big Kahuna is not Italian. Big Kahuna is Hawaiian. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it's Italian. It, it ends he's with trying, a vowel. He's trying, he's trying to trip me up. He's trying to trip me up. Pineapples are not in Italy. You know? Yeah. You know, it's funny thing about pineapples. Get this, guys. And I don't know if this is appropriate for the air or not, but heck with it, I'm going to go with it. All right. So, so the pineapple is actually a symbol for swingers. Do you guys know about this? I had no idea. So... <laughs> Every now and then, you'll see like a bar with a pineapple sticker or someone with a pineapple bumper sticker. And I'm starting to figure out and find out from a lot of my, my close friends that that means that they are open and have an open marriage and they're willing to swing. And I'm like, you're absolutely crazy. And I'm at the grocery store three weeks ago, and I'm looking at these pineapples. I'm trying to pick the right one. And this you know, fairly good-looking woman comes up to me. I'm looking okay that day. And she goes, how are the pineapples? And I say... You know, I didn't try them yet, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing them pretty good, I'm guessing. I'm starting to feel them out a little bit. They got a little bit of give to them. They smell pretty good. We're, we're talking about the pineapples, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. And um, she starts asking all questions about pineapples. And I tell, I come home that later that day, and I tell my friend about this. Like, yeah, this lady was obsessed with this pineapple thing. I think I picked a good one. And he goes, dude, she was probably a swinger. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, she's probably feeling out, trying to see how much you were into pineapples or not. I go, you got to be kidding me. Look this up, guys. Whenever you're at a grocery store, proceed with caution when you're looking at pineapples, and you got to be looking over your shoulder. Keep your head on a swivel because there are swingers about, I'm telling you. And there's bumper stickers that <laughs> indicate this, huh? Wow. And there are, plate, there are, there are floor mats. There are um, door mats with pineapples. I'm telling you right now. And the thing is, my mom loves pineapples. She loves Hawaii. She loves everything tropical. So I go to my mom's house and say, Mom, you got to get rid of all this pineapple stuff. She goes, what do you mean? I love pineapple. I go, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it, but you just got to get rid of it. What if you live in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob well, was a swinger. We have now blown the world apart. We have. <laughs> we have now just gone. We have <laughs> We have just totally changed the meaning of SpongeWorthy from Seinfeld. <laughs> we, we are we're coming up with good things this morning, boys. Just, we haven't put three good minds together. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Okay, see, well, now I've got a real problem because I've got a 10-year-old that has a pineapple pillow at home. Okay, so, like, we're going home and I'm throwing, you know, I'm going to go, hey, you, sweetheart, we have to talk. I know you have two older sisters, but what shows have you been watching? Yeah. Yep, look it up, pineapples. Joe, would you like caution. us to bring this back to hockey, or do you have some other uh, other fact that you've learned this week? Um, 
You know, other than, you know, listen, I was hiking the other day. I'm, I'm in Colorado right now. I got to wait for a few days. So I'm hiking in Colorado, and there's all these signs, beware of elk. Now, elk are typically pretty, um, they're, they're gentle. They're actually more afraid of you than them. Uh, they're only aggressive during mating season. Now, mating season for elk is around November. <laughs> they, they, they get a little they get a little hooky around that time, and the, the, male, the males will kind of shake their antlers, and they'll actually charge you. They smoke now, hookah? Elk, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, they, they get a little hooky. Oh, that. gotcha. Hooky, sorry, like, misunderstood. Um, um, jittery. Jittery is what I'm trying to say. Jittery. And uh, so the thing about them, you, you can actually jump up on them. I actually jumped. I spooked a couple of them because elk surprisingly have very bad eyesight, which I didn't know this. I knew they had great noses, and much like deer, uh, incredible noses, and they always try to be upwind, of course, to smell any kind of coyotes or up here, mountain lions or humans coming at them. Well, you ever uh, been downwind of the backside of an elk? There's a reason they like to be upwind. Uh, that, well, that's true, too, because they're, they're kind of smelly. Which, that's, that's actually a good point, Curbs, because when you're, when you're deer hunting, even in Missouri, a lot of people probably do this. You know, you got to be very careful of your scent. You can't, you can't give away any human odor. So they actually have a lot of um, dough urine. You can, like, rub dough urine all over your body. Some people even drink it. I've never taken it that far. Ew. But wh- whatever you got to do to get a big deer, I guess. That's amazing. Okay, so were you wearing any elk pee when you were on your hike? No, I wasn't. On, I wasn't wearing the elk pee. It was a good wind condition day curves, but I found I found the wind. I got on a good wind. I got him on a good little little hill, and I kind of jumped him a little bit. And it's funny that you 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 found one because elk are actually known as the ghosts of the wilderness up east, and they got this name because a lot of people used to track elk and they would follow their their, their footprints in the mud, and all of a sudden they would just be gone. Like the footprints are gone. The, the, the tracks they just disappear. And they're one of the hardest animals to track for that reason, and and that's why they got the name the Ghost of the Wilderness. So whenever you see an elk, it's good luck. It's interesting that you you mentioned that they're kind of calm because Curbs and I actually on nine eleven we were in Anchorage, Alaska, the Blues Head training camp that's there, right. and I rented a bicycle several times on the trails in Alaska. They Dude, have we both did this, yeah, yeah, and and they have beware, and then they have the the symbol of the elk, right. And I had no idea that elk were perceived as aggressive until after I got off the trail. I was looking for them, thinking, oh, okay, I get to see an elk. But then I found out that they might have killed me if I would have run, run across one. Okay, Randy, I am on that bike trail that you're talking yep. about, okay? And I stop at one point, and I hear a little rustle. And I'm not kidding. I turn to the left because there was trees and leaves. Remember, the woods are on yep. kind of one side. And a moose stuck his head out. Like, I, I'm a, I was within four feet. Of the nose oh of this my. moose, and I went, "Holy crap!" Turned around, <laughs> right? I, I made like I made like Greg Lamont going the other way, right? It, it's so hard to pick a biker that didn't, you know, dope or do anything. Mm-hmm. So I think I got one with Greg Lamont, right? So I picked the right biker, and I went, I went completely the other way. I, I mean, scared the living snot out of me. Those yeah. moose are big. Yeah, they're big in Alaska, yeah. Joey. Joey, well, this has been an awesome segment, brother. It's a good thing you ran curves because with moose and elk, you just want to run. You, and if you fall down, they say you got to get up quickly and run. I actually read about the different predators out here, and you got to handle a different predator every different way. Predators are like humans. You can't treat every human the exact same way. For elk, moose, just get running. They have bad eyesight, and they're actually pretty clumsy, kind of like you, Curbs. So you just run. You Whoa. run as fast as you oh, can. Oh, that's so, that's so uncool. as fast as you can. Now, mountain lions, mountain lions are a little different. I read about these little guys. These little boogers will get you. They're, they're actually, they want to fight, and you actually got to fight back. So if you're wearing a flannel or a button-down, you want to unbutton your shirt. You want not, not naked, of course, but just your top. And then you want like you want to wave your shirt like you're a big pterodactyl. Oh, I thought you, you were going to say, noise. scare them with my... 
Truffle shuffle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Uh, yeah, mountain lions. You want you want to act big, bear. Bear is just um, it's just your time. You know, there's nothing you can do. And I was at the uh, the wonderful St. Louis Zoo last week, and I. I had been made aware of this in the past, but I had forgotten it, that mountain lions and cougars and pumas are all the same thing. Are we talking pineapple and swingers again, or are we back to animals? <laughs> and by the way, uh, I just checked just this out on the interwebs. If somebody puts a pineapple on their porch or on their mailbox, that indicates that a swinger party is going on at that house at that time. See, you got it curved. I swear. Sometimes we're doing these games, and I say this stuff, and you look at me like I'm crazy. I'm okay. not crazy. This is real deal. No, but I'm telling you right now. I swear to God, I am going on to Amazon. I am ordering a bunch of pineapple stickers, and I'm going to start driving around, putting them on people's mailboxes. And a pineapple, a, a pineapple turned upside down is when you're in search of a swinger party. So just, I guess you drive around with a holding a pineapple upside down. If there is a, if there's about an 18 foot blow up pineapple, Joe, you find in your front yard this weekend. Look at Randy. Call, call Randy, okay? Yeah. I'm going to be getting knocks all all morning at my doorstep. Uh, no, I tell you what, I'm never going to eat pineapple upside down cake the same. <laughs> <laughs> Joey B, have a great weekend uh, or a great weekend in Colorado. Enjoy your trip, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, this has been fun, boys. Uh, pineapple swingers and cougars. Good segment. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Right, cheers. What, what the uh, hell just happened? <laughs> that's, that's fun radio. Next up, we've got the fight for you here on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.